This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here again with Steve Gamlin, the, was it the motivational firewood guy? You got something? it. You got it. Good memory. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I was trying to remember because I see yourself come up all the time now yeah. after our you know, uh, initial interview and us just getting to know each other. And uh, it's fun. I like watching it when they come out. Thank you. A nice, upbeat look at things. Yeah. Well, you know, a realistic, upbeat mm-hmm. look at things. You know, I try not to be one of those guys who comes riding in on a unicorn and saying, you know, every day above ground is a great day because yeah. we both know that's not true. Necessarily, uh, it's what you do with it. That's why I try to just throw a piece of firewood out there every day. And, yeah, yeah, very good. So let's get into this. For those who didn't listen to the last one, mm-hmm. give us a quick breakdown of who you are and what you do. Yeah, uh, my name is Steve Gamlin. I am branded as the motivational firewood guy. I am a professional uh, keynote speaker. Do a lot of conferences and events. And also, you know, my biggest mission as a speaker, as an author, as a radio show host, a video creator, is to help people to understand why they do what they do and to if, if they're not happy where they're at think of something that would make them a little more happy a little more satisfied in their lives and believe they can edge closer to that and get there you know i want to be the guy who at every speaking event reaches the person who's sitting in the back who came in late who's frustrated who never makes eye contact raises his or her hand I want that person to know that there's something better out there for them and hopefully they'll Dig a little bit and take some action. Good. Awesome. So let's get into the, since the last time we were on the show, I know you changed studios. I did. I built a new recording studio, yeah. Yeah. So how'd that go? Because um, I'm going to use today as a lot of inspirational and uh, maybe a little technical for people because I get asked about podcasting a lot. Sure. So sure. let's go over, I just switched studios, you just switched studios. Let's talk about that fun process. Yeah. My first recording studio was built, it was in my dad's house because he had a He's got a big, big house. And it was a quarter of his basement. And I learned on YouTube how to build a recording studio. This is 16 years ago. And way overbuilt it. Now, today we're going to give a much simpler message. Yeah. Uh, the new studio is in a 12 and a half by 12 and a half room in my basement. And again, I just went on YouTube and I found all these little tips and tricks for uh, you know, creating a recording studio, for reducing the echo in the room. One of the big keys is to create soft surfaces. Uh, for anybody that's ever been in a square sheetrock room, you know there's echo, there's reverb, there's room noise. What you want to do is is get you as close to a microphone or recording device as possible and soften all the surfaces. And that includes the corners. Uh, that includes tabletops or counters. Put some soft, even material or foam or something there. Because what you want to do is just soak up as many of the reflections and echoes. Mm-hmm. as possible. And there are some great tools out there as well. If you're working from your phone, uh, Purple Panda has a great little lavalier, you know, clip-on microphone yeah. that plugs into your phone. I have one of those. Uh, I've got $500 microphones and I have got $49 microphones. Uh, the key is to just condition the room as best you can with what you've got. Now, yeah. the most important thing is don't wait till it's perfect. Yeah. One of my business partners who's helping me with a huge relaunch his name is Lonnie Robinson, and he tells me over and over and over, Steve, done is better than perfect. 
Start where you're at. Don't wait for everything to be what you think is perfect. Because even if it sounds terrible, do something. Yeah. And then get a little better, get a little better, get yeah. a little better. Uh, the microphone you use here is a Blue Yeti. Mm-hmm. I have one of those as well. And yeah. they are great microphones. Pretty affordable, about 100, 100 and a quarter. Yeah. And they're really, really good. So I definitely recommend, uh, if you're ever thinking of doing a, a, a podcast, radio show, a YouTube video channel, just start wherever you're at right now. Yeah. And you don't have to spend a fortune. You don't have to take out a $30,000 business line of credit like I did to build my first studio. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And I that's, spent it all. That's, that's a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the greatest recording studio I've ever been into. Yeah. Completely over the top. <laughs> uh, and, and I won't say unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I built more than I needed yeah. to build. That's all. Yeah. I, I don't regret building it because I got to work with my dad. I uh, lost my dad last October. Mm-hmm. So the new studio is the first thing in my life I've ever built without him. Yeah. So it was it was a it was a labor of love. Yeah. But it was also really tough. But I remembered everything we'd learned. That's a key thing. You know, learn something from everybody you ever work with. Yeah. Uh, and, and take that to make yourself better for the next one. And this recording studio that I'm in now, it's in my basement and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I have a great time there. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of um, there's a studio over on Elm Street. They're in Bellman Jewelers, so mm-hmm. their private podcast studio is gorgeous. Yeah. Like when you said thirty thousand dollars, I'm like that. That's like what these guys have. It's their personal yeah. studio. I do a lot of my big interviews there. So when I when I did the John Delaney, who's one of the Democrat people running for president, mm-hmm. um, we were over at that studio. Yeah, and it, it's gorgeous. Even okay. even him, who's been on countless shows was like this is the nicest podcast we've ever seen yeah oh yeah <laughs> and it's nice yep but i can do the same thing here you know oh sure so and yes the quality is a little bit different um yep. but you can still get it accomplished without all of the stuff oh yeah you know yeah their ten thousand twenty thousand dollar studio in my four or five hundred dollar setup yeah you know doesn't change a lot of i have more experience doing podcasts <laughs> yeah oh yeah you know and, and that's what i tell people all the time i said you know I've, and i even created a meme for this because i yeah. used to get nervous you know oh, steve you got to do more youtube videos or facebook lives which i was scared to death to do for yeah. years haven't even been doing them a year and i love them now yeah and I, and I created a meme a picture of myself holding a piece of motivational firewood mm-hmm. hair not perfect face not perfect smile not perfect body not perfect brain not perfect <laughs> yeah. kicking butt anyway because start where you are Right now, it may not sound great, but people will forgive that when they get your heart and soul mm-hmm. and your energy through it. You can overlook so much, yeah, if you just put all of yourself into it and just get it out there and learn something new every time so you can do the next one better, yeah, yeah, just start wherever you are, yeah, pretty good. And because a lot of people ask me, What do you need to start a podcast? so essentially. You know, just for the uh, instructional portion of this. Sure. Um, something to record audio. <laughs> yeah. So that can be your phone. I've done plenty of podcasts on this last minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get like one of those little, oh, what are those things called? They're almost like field recorders. Yes. Like, that people use. Those yep. are pretty good too. Yep. Those are like 100 bucks maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get started pretty effectively. So something to record audio. If you want to do video like I do, something to record video. Um, doesn't have to be a lot. It can be... I use you can't you can't see it, but there's <laughs> these little cameras that are seventy dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, very very good quality, as you can see. 
and then the computer that runs it all with my microphone, which as you can see is right there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. And my entire setup, I don't have to plug it in. Like I, I have it in right now just because it was getting my computer was getting low, but you know, I can take my entire setup in about five minutes and move it somewhere else to do an interview. Yeah. So because I do interviews in the hall all the time. Yep. You know, so it's good. You know, you can pick up, you can have a, a more entrenched one like you have. <laughs> yeah. And but there's so many variables and that's pretty much all you need. Something to record the audio and then a way to distribute it. YouTube is great, Facebook is great, those are both free. Mm -hmm. If you want to pay money, there's a bunch of podcast mediums out there. Um, Podbean, I don't know if you use I use one. Podbean, yeah. Okay. Matter of fact, I use Podbean. Yeah. There there may even still be a free version of Podbean really? uh, out there. I, th I think I pay $15 or something like yeah. that. It's a ridiculously low amount of money. Yeah. But it has never been easier mm -hmm. to share yeah. your, your thoughts, your message, your point, your mission than it is right now. Yeah. And, and so many people are still stuck in the, well, it's a big mountain to climb. Mm -hmm. It's not. Technology has made it so much easier. Yeah. And everything I've learned, or 99% of it, I've learned on YouTube. Yeah. How to do your own podcast. How to do your own video channel. How to sound treat a room. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're if you're in some big, huge, echoey place, how can you... You know, I up in my office... Before I built the studio, mm -hmm. I was using two $6.50 Walmart moving blankets that I bought online from Walmart. Yeah. And that made a big difference. So yeah. for, for $13, made my own little temporary studio setup. It's hmm. pretty good. So it's, you know, all the excuses are in our head. Yeah. It's, it's what we think the world's going to think of us. And, <laughs> you know, there were even people I talked to and they said, why aren't you doing this? And I pointed out all these things that I was either lacking or didn't think were good enough. And they said, We've never noticed any of those things. Yeah. We just like the way you talk about what you talk about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest barriers that I tell people isn't the equipment you use. Um, it's not even really the quality. It's, like you had said, it's that drive to keep going. So most podcasts, especially in my field, in the business field, mm -hmm. um, they trickle out at about 20 to 30 episodes, maybe. So they'll be like, yeah, we're going to do a podcast. They start... They get a couple episodes in, they're not making millions of dollars yet, and then by episode 20, they vanish, you never hear from them again. Yeah. Um, so I figured even though we don't make a ton of money here on the show, we, we're at almost 300 episodes now, we've been around nice. for years, we're the only people playing in our market. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so many people think, or you know, with podcasting, with a YouTube channel, with whatever, they see these people who are killing it mm -hmm. at, at this national or worldwide level, and they yeah. think, oh, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Because they think that was instantaneous. Like you said, 20 mm -hmm. episodes or less. The people that are doing it at that level, they've been doing it for years. Yeah. And they scraped and they scratched. They had their podcast when nobody in the world would even want to say yes to be on it. Yeah. And most people, it's kind of like that visual of the iceberg. Yeah. You know, people see that little bit of the iceberg above the water. What they miss is all that stuff underneath that it took to break the surface. Yeah. So wherever you're at right now, even if you don't think you have anything valuable to say, say what you think solves a problem for somebody or a solution for somebody or an interesting thing you saw today and wrap it around a message with a lesson and put it out there. Yeah. The world will decide if it wants to listen or not. And you don't have to have fancy intros. You don't have to have all this stuff. Just, hey, this is your name, and this is my podcast. Here's what I'm going to talk about today. Yeah. Say where you're going to take them. Take them there. Say where you took them. 
Say what this episode's going to be about. Do the episode. And at the end, wrap it up with whatever the biggest point was. Yeah. And you're done. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be 20, 30, 40 minutes. They can oh. be 5, 10. Yeah. You know, some of the best podcasts I've seen are 5 minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> They're very short little things. Yeah. And that's not hard to put out every day. You know, no. 5, 10 minutes worth of stuff. No. Yeah. I was part of a challenge uh, in April uh, to a couple of the different Facebook groups. Uh, I'm part of uh, Digital Marketing Mavericks and the eWebology group, and they issued a challenge. They said, okay, every day in the month of April, we want you to put something on Facebook, whether it's video, audio, a post, something, mm -hmm. but to stay consistent. And a handful of us did it every day, yeah. whether it was a Facebook Live or, or whatever. And in the month of May, they said, we challenge you to write an article every day, to yeah. write something. could be yeah. a paragraph. Uh, I wound up, I missed... Um, five days out of the month. So I wrote 26 articles. The shortest one was 400 words. Mm -hmm. And most days when I woke up, I said, I have no idea what I'm going to write about today. <laughs> yeah. But then I'd run into town for something and I'd, I'd meet somebody, have a conversation, see a challenge somebody was dealing with. And I'd come home. It, that would be my idea. Yeah. So for all the people who think, I don't know what I have to talk about, look at what's going on in your community every day, whether it's online community or or your circle of family and friends or businesses. Yeah. Like you, you listen to challenges people are having out there in the, the business world as entrepreneurs in networking, but everything to do with business, and you talk about that in in your conversations. Mm -hmm. So for people who think I have nothing to talk about, sure you do. Yeah. Look around, see what people are dealing with or, or see what people are celebrating, what they've accomplished that you can share with your audience. And as you continue to provide a valuable message, your listenership will grow. Mm -hmm. and, and you don't have to be over the top or super comfortable like you and I are on a microphone or on a camera. Um, I'm still not comfortable on camera. Yeah. But every day that I don't do a message, I think, well, somebody out there really could have benefited from this today. So suck it up, dude. Yeah. Hit record and go. So the other day, um, I didn't have anything to post. I'm like, I don't have an interview today. I want to get something out. So I went out into the hall mm -hmm. where our stage is going to be, and I set up my cameras fake as a, oh, let's pretend the stage is over here. Yeah. And I did a 30-minute presentation from the stage. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, here we go. Let's get ready to used to being on camera a little bit more. You know, because it's easy when you're sitting here because most of the time I'm looking at you. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, that's easy. Um, but when you're actually out there and it's like, well, we have 30 minutes, almost completely unscripted. I'm going to sit here and give my presentation about, you know, fear. And I'm like, this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's great. Yeah. And you do things like that and you get more comfortable and you grow, yeah. you know, based on your needs. Yeah. I guess it's pretty cool. Well, Facebook Live technology has been around for maybe three to five years. Yeah. I, I refused to do a single Facebook Live until yeah. last July. Yeah. And my you know, my business partners, my friends were like, Steve, why aren't you doing Facebook Lives? You're so comfortable in camera. I said, no, I'm comfortable in a recording studio that when I blow a take, I can go take two. And yeah. I can edit all the bad stuff out. I said, but being live yeah. in front of potentially really a worldwide audience, yeah. because social media is mm -hmm. worldwide, what if I screw up? They go, what if you screw up? Have you ever screwed up live in front of a thousand people? Yeah. What'd you do? I just kept going to the same thing. Yeah. And again, that was a challenge, 30-day challenge. My buddy Jason Hodge, he's my my copywriter out in Seattle. He said, I, I challenge you, bro. Do a Facebook Live for 30 days. And I go, no. I go, 30? No, no. He goes, 
do one. Yeah. And then you be honest and you tell me if you want to do any more. Yeah. And I did the first one and I'm like, did I do the buttons right? Am I even in the shot? And, and yeah. are my arms long enough to hold the camera? And I did it. And the response I got, people go, oh, I really enjoyed that. Thank you. And I'm sitting here, thank God for a tripod because my hands were like this. <laughs> Steve's in an earthquake right now. <laughs> but what came from it, I had no idea what I was going to say. And as soon as I finished and said, hey, thank you so much. I'll catch you again soon. I sat there and I went, oh my gosh, that was like a whole brick wall that just came down. Yeah. And I thought this is a new way to share imperfectly mm -hmm. my message. Yeah. And I've been doing them ever since. I actually skipped a couple of months after my dad passed. It, just, yeah. it was just a very rough couple of months. And one day I was at the, the bank in the post office in Goffstown. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a long sidewalk and I was there and... Uh, hadn't showered, was wearing ripped jeans, a grubby t-shirt, had a baseball cap on because I had really bad hair that day. And I held the door for somebody and she walked through and another gentleman held the outside door. And she goes, oh, thank you. And she kissed him on the cheek. And I just started laughing. I said, hey, I held the first door. And she goes, yeah, but I just really feel bad for him. She knew the guy. Yeah. And we're all laughing. And I got in the car, looked in the mirror. I go, I look gross, but I'm going live. Yeah. And I just said, you know, there are moments that can change your day. Mm -hmm. I just went live, very imperfect. And it was the the greatest thing I did for myself in those four months. I'm yeah. just saying, I'm in a really tough place right now. This is breaking my heart, but something really good just happened over here. And I wanna share that with people. Yeah. So that wherever they are, they can pick themselves up a bit and understand it's gonna be okay, but you have to kind of step into it. And it was one of my, it was one of the most well-received Facebook Lives I've ever done. Nice. For me, it's unwatchable because I look at myself and I go, oh, yeah. That's Baseball funny. cap, you know, in the car, yeah. just equally dirty and dusty. And But it was it was the most freeing thing in the world to yeah. just open up and say, here's where I am right now. Here's what just happened to me. And I just got some hopes. So I want to share it with you. And that's where I try to come from with everything. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So let's jump into this thing you have coming up. So, because I feel after we've talked about podcasting and all this stuff, let's give people direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which works so perfectly with what you're doing. Yeah, this is about a seven-year project uh, since I originally began. It's called Vision Board Mastery. It's, it, it's engaging your why, Vision Board Mastery. I first heard about vision boards in The Secret, like a lot of people did, about 15 years ago. And The Secret did a pretty good job of broad-brushing the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. about having your goals, visualizing your goals, creating an action plan. Broad brush, really, really good. But unfortunately, I saw a lot of people treating vision boards like an arts and crafts project. Like, let's let's get together and put pictures on a board, and that's our future, yeah. without a follow-up, without an action plan. So I spent I spent about three years designing and creating this audio training program. And it's, it's nice and short, 10 short modules, uh, people were saying, Steve, you got to make a 20 DVD set with a bonus and director's cut and all this stuff and this, you know, a 400 page workbook. And no, because I will never use one of those. So I created this program and I launched it as a physical product about four years ago. And it did pretty well. But I wanted to create a way that anyone could access it digitally. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's not cumbersome, it's not this overwhelming thing. And I spent. Um, a couple of years kind of marinating on it and by marinating I mean doing absolutely nothing yeah uh, yeah I'm soaking it in man I'm just yeah. um yeah and a friend of mine 13 months ago called me up he said hey brother I haven't talked to you in a while 
how's that project going? I'm like, eh. I said, physical product did okay, mm-hmm. but I want to do this. He goes, well, what's holding you up? I go, all of this. Yeah. <laughs> Digital delivery, crafting effective sales messaging, uh, you know, all these other things, the, the integration of all these technologies. And, he says, well, what, what is your hang-up? And I said, well, digital delivery. He goes, okay, that's my partner, Lonnie. What else? Well, crafting a sales message. He goes, okay, that's Jason. What else? Actually selling it. He goes, well, that's me. What yeah. else? And every single thing I found out that all these things that I perceive myself having as a, a shortfall, all of a sudden I surrounded myself with all these people. And the beautiful part is when I first started this, I wanted to get one of my visions was a team of people to help me deliver all this, mm-hmm. finding the people who are best at what they're best at. Yeah. And I found them. I mean, they showed up in my life mm-hmm. because I took just enough action to keep in touch with all these people. So yeah. when you have a goal or a vision, first off, know exactly what it is you want. Second, most important thing, know why you want it. Because if you don't know why, if it's just, oh, it would be cool to have this, the first sign of adversity, it's pretty much going to be toast. Yeah. You know, you're not, if you don't have a compelling why and feel it in your gut, when when things get in your way, you're not going to do it. Yeah. You know, I know why I want to. And so all of a sudden I found all these people in this last 13 months, I've taken more intentional action and seen more things to completion than I have in all seven years combined of working on this project. And it's about to launch and it's going to be huge. Some people have already test driven it yeah, and they, they really like it. The feedback has been great and we've built all these systems in because I didn't want to just deliver it I wanted to support people so now we have weekly coaching uh, mm-hmm. with weekly um, webinars and one-on-one coaching that we're developing that's already showing some really great yeah. signs of helping people along uh, I'm, I'm the biggest cheerleader in the world for, for my clients I jump up and down and celebrate and hug and high five and yeah. with all my clients because that's how I feel um, treated by the people that I've started myself with they're my biggest cheerleaders. They got my back, and I try to be that for for everybody else. So my vision for this entire program is already bigger and brighter than it ever could have been. Yeah. If I just, if I was still marinating, doing still, nothing, still figuring it out, yeah, still saying, "Oh, this will be great when," yeah, but not taking the action to not pushing it closer to the goal line. And now we're we're our tiptoes, leaning over that goal line, about to just end zone dance, yeah. Like crazy, yeah. and it, it's 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 amazing, and it feels so good when you get to achieve one of those goals. Mm-hmm. For anybody watching, listening, when you achieve your goal, celebrate the heck out of it. Don't just oh that was great, and, and celebrate everything it took to get there, and thank the people who helped you get there, every time, because so many people say oh I'm self-made. No, you're not. Somebody taught you how to do what you do. You mm-hmm. owe those people. Your clients bought it and made you that million dollars thank them nobody is self-made we yeah. all have people around us I, I just think that's very egocentric yeah to say self-made the, somebody got you there so don't ever think you did it on your yeah now, now a lot of people have come from really bad situations mm-hmm. and overcome that I get that but please remember everybody that helped you get there because those are the people that you you owe yeah um, at least paying forward some good energy to help other people get where they want to go. You know, I've done nothing on my own. I learn from everybody. Yeah. Every day. Even the most simplest conversations with a stranger at a red light with a homeless person standing on the curb. 
of conversations with them that that absolutely changed my day. Yeah. And those people help inspire me to do what I do and to help more people. So it's it's never self-made. I like that. Yeah. So people that want to learn a little more about you, how do they find you? Yep. They can go to uh, on Facebook. It's probably the easiest place to find me right now. Look up Steve Gamlin, motivational firewood guy. And you'll find my Facebook page. You can like and follow there. Uh, you can go to the Vision Board Mastery Facebook group, and there's going to be some really big announcements coming up soon. Mm-hmm. On is that it, and that was a free group to join, you said? Yes, it is. Yep. So Vision Board Mastery group. Let's write that down so we got it. Sure. Cool. And then for people who are interested in the Vision, vision Boarding program, mm-hmm. is, is that the best place to kind of stay on top of it? Yes, in the Facebook group right now. Yeah, okay. big announcements are coming out very soon. So we're, uh, we're about to launch. Outstanding. Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, so thank you so much for joining me. I always have a great time when you come into the studio. Thank you. Oh, this is great. I love this. <laughs> Congratulations on, on all your new stuff, too. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for watching. Definitely jump on with that because I'm huge on vision boards because, like you said, people often don't know why or what they want. Yeah. So getting those two things hammered down really help push you to that next level. So definitely check it out. Stay in touch. And uh, we'll see you all next time.